0: vihari jay radha madhava kunja bihari Gopijan of Giribaradari. Gopijan of all love, Giribaradari. Jashodan nandana braj jana ranjana Jashodan jana जमुना तीरा बनो चारी जमुना Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare Hare.cción Hare Lucaric. Hare Rama Hare Rama, Rama, Rama. Hari. Hare. Hare, Hare Krishna 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 I go to Haribo, 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 Jai, Haribo. Jai, Jai,
1: Jayao Vishnapaad Paramhaṁśa Paribhraja Kacarjo Ashtut Arushatu Sri Srimad Abhay Charanaru Binda Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupāda ki jayao. अनंत कोटि वैष्णव वृंद की जाए नामचार जो शिलहरीदास ठाकुर की जाए प्रेम से कहो श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभु नित्यानंद शिया द्वैत गदाधर शिवाशरि गौर भक्त वृंद की जाए श्री श्री राधा krishna गो गोपीनाथ श्याम कुंड राधा कुंड गिरि गोवर्धन की जाए श्री वृंदावन धाम की जाए श्री मथुरा धाम की जाए श्री जगन्नाथ पुरी धाम की जाए श्री मायपुर नवदेव धाम की जाए गंगा मैई की जाए यमुना मैई की जाए भक्ति देवी की जाए तुलसी महारानी की Harinam Sankirtan Ki Jai, Shamo Beto Bhakta Vrind Ki Jai, Gaur Premanande Hari Hari Bol all, all glories to the assembled devotees, all glories to the assembled devotees, all glories to the assembled devotees, all glories to Shri Guru and Sri Gaudango, all glories to Srila Prabhupada. Namang Vishnupadaya Krishna Prashtaya Bhutale bhakti Bhaktivedanta Swami Nithinamine Namaste Sarasate Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesh Shunnavadi Vashtyatta Adishvataarine Shreela Prabhupad ki jai Just open the door and see if anyone is there koi namo vasudevaya vasudevaya Om namo bhagavate vasudevaya. vasudevaya
0: Narayanam namaskrtya Narayanam narottamam
1: Narancayeva Tato jaya mudirai Nashta praesu abhadreshu Nittam bhagavata sevaya Bhagavati uttama shloke Bhaktir Bhavati Naishthiki Srimad Bhagavatam, 4th Canto, Chapter 25 The Characteristics of King Puranjana, Text
0: 28 Tvam
1: Siddhartha, Bhag, Rama, Patim, Bichinati, King, Munivad, Raho, Vane, Utvad, Angri,
0: angri Kamapta, Samastha, samastha Kamam, Kwa, Padma, padma
1: Koshaha, Patitaha, patitaha Karagrat. karagrat. TAM HIR BHAVAN NASYATHA BAGRAMAPATIM TAM HIR
0: BHAVAN
1: को पद्मकुशापति तोकराग्रं
0: सुभार
1: दोशातिलाग्रं तम्रीर भवनस्सो अथवाग्रमपतिं Tadang hrikam apta samastha
0: kamam.
1: Tambri ramastha kamam. भि च नति किं मुनिवत्रहो
2: तदि रभवन्नस्य अथवा Shaka tita karagra, Taha panu kosha, karagra, Tambir babanda shaka, brahma, potim, Tambir babanda shaka, brahma, potim, Tambir babanda so she's
1: de
0: bhavad nagosha pati
1: Bhavani, Bhavani, the wife of Lord Shiva, wife of Lord Shiva. Asi, Ar, Atha, Atha, rather, rather. Bak, Saraswati, 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 the goddess of learning, the goddess of learning. Rama, Rama, the goddess of fortune, Patim, husband, Bichinnati, searching, searching after, thinking of. <laughs> Kim, Kim are you, are you? Munibat, Munibat like a sage, like a
0: sage.
1: Raha, Raha in this lonely place, in this lonely place. Bane, Bane in the forest, in the forest. Tat angri your, your feet Kama, Kama. desiring, desiring. Apta achieved, achieved. Samastha all, all. Kamam, Kamam Desirable Things, desirable things. Kwa, Kwa where, where I'm sorry where is, is Padma Kosha the, the lotus flower patitaha, patitaha fallen kada of, of the hand Agrat, agrat, agrat from, the portion, from the front portion or palm, or palm. Translation by His Divine Grace, Srila Prabhupada My dear beautiful girl, you are exactly like the Goddess of Fortune or the wife of Lord Shiva or the Goddess of Learning, the wife of Lord Brahma. Although you must be one of them, I see that you are loitering in this forest. Indeed, you are as silent as the great sages. Is it that you are searching after your own husband, Whoever your husband may be, simply by understanding that you are so faithful to him, he will come to possess all opulences. I think you must be the goddess of fortune, but I do not see the lotus flower in your hand. Therefore, I am asking you where you have thrown that flower. Please repeat after me. My dear beautiful girl, dear beautiful girl. You, are exactly like you are exactly like the goddess of fortune, or the wife of Lord Shiva, or the, of Shiva. Or the, goddess, of or the goddess of learning, the wife of Lord Brahma. Wife of Lord Brahma. Although you must be one of them, I see, I see that you are loitering in this forest. You in this forest. Indeed, you are as silent, Indeed, as silent as the great sages. The great sages. Is, it you husband, Is it that you are searching after your own husband, whoever your husband may be, be, husband may be simply, by simply by understanding that you are so faithful to him He'll come to possess all opulences. Possess all
2: opulences. I,
1: think I think you must be the goddess of fortune. But I do not see the lotus flower in your hand. I the in your hand. Therefore I am asking you, Therefore, asking you where you have thrown that lotus. Parport by Srila Prabhupada Everyone thinks that his intelligence is perfect. Sometimes one employs his intelligence in the worship of Uma, the wife of Lord Shiva, in order to obtain a beautiful wife. Sometimes when one wants to become so learned as Lord Brahma, he employs his intelligence in the worship of the Goddess of Learning, Saraswati. Sometimes when one wishes to become as opulent as Lord Vishnu, he worships the Goddess of Fortune, Lakshmi. In this verse, all these enquiries are made by King Puranjana, the living entity who is bewildered and does not know how to employ his intelligence. Intelligence should be employed in the service of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. As soon as one uses intelligence in this way, the Goddess of Fortune automatically becomes favourable to him. The Goddess of Fortune, Lakshmi, never remains without a husband. Lord Vishnu. Consequently, when one worships Lord Vishnu, he automatically obtains the favor of the Goddess of Fortune. One should not, like Ravana, worship the Goddess of Fortune alone, for she cannot remain long without her husband, thus her other name is Chanchala or Restless. In this verse, it is clear that Puranjan is representing our intelligence while he is talking with the girl. He not only appreciated the shyness of the girl, but actually became more and more attracted by that shyness. He was actually thinking of becoming her husband and consequently was asking her whether she was thinking of her prospective husband or whether she was married. This is an example of bhogiccha, the desire for enjoyment. One who is attracted by such desires becomes conditioned in this material world, and one who is not so attracted attains liberation. King Puranjana was appreciating the beauty of the girl as if she were the goddess of fortune, but at the same time he was careful to understand that the goddess of fortune cannot be enjoyed by anyone except Lord Vishnu. Since he doubted whether the girl was the goddess of fortune, he inquired about the lotus flower she was not holding The material world is also the goddess the, the material world is also the goddess of fortune because the material energy works under the direction of Lord Vishnu, as stated in Bhagavad Gita. Maya Dakshena Prakriti Suyate Sacharacharam. The material world cannot be enjoyed by any living entity. If one so desires to enjoy it, he immediately becomes a demon like Ravana, Hiranakashipu, or Kanksha. Because Ravana wanted to enjoy the goddess of fortune, Sita Devi, he was vanquished with all his family, wealth, and opulence. One can, however, enjoy that. Maya bestowed upon the living entity by Lord Vishnu. The satisfaction of one's senses and desires means enjoying Maya, not the goddess of fortune. So the story of Puranjana is going on. It's a long story. Puranjana is the story of a living entity, a living entity while traveling in this material nature, in different types of bodies. When he is situated in the mode of goodness, he goes to the higher planetary systems. When one is situated in a mode of passion, he remains in the middle planetary system. And when one is in a mode of ignorance, he goes to the lower planetary systems. So this is how, kobhu uh, Shorge kobhu Marte narukhe ba kobhu. Sometimes in sargaloka, sometimes in Martaloka and sometimes in Naruk. The living entity uh, is Traveling. It has been described that it is like uh, tra- roaming in a ferris wheel. The ferris wheel goes up and then goes down. So living entities uh, are traveling in different bodies in this way, uh, enjoying or suffering the, res- the results of his activities. Mm. And when one is fortunate, he gets a human form of life. When one is fortunate, he gets a human form of life, especially in the tract south of the Himalayan mountains up to the ocean, which is the land of Bharatvarsha. To get a human form of life in the holy land of Bharatvarsha is very, very fortunate. because when one gets his birth in this holy land of bharatvarsha he gets an opportunity to get out of this material nature so puranjan got the human form of life in that particular tract of land but still a living entity has his desire for enjoyment Hmm. Uh, even when he gets his body in Bharat Varsha, a human form in Bharat Varsha, he has this tendency to enjoy. Hmm. And the enjoyment begins with his queen. A man is not satisfied uh, alone in his in his endeavour for enjoyment. To enjoy he needs a woman. So in order to enjoy in this material nature, a human being gets united with his female partner. And then his exploit for enjoyment begins. The family grows. Attachment grows and along with that suffering grows. (laughs) So that is the condition of a living entity. So Puranjana was travelling. Then when he came to this land on the southern part of the Himalayan mountain, he came across this very beautiful woman. The spirit soul, and now came across a very beautiful woman. Mm. And he is, uh, we can see that how he is flirting with her, Mm. flattering. Mm. That is uh, the human nature. To win a woman, he flatters the woman. Mm. Oh, you must be the goddess of fortune. (laughs) You must be the goddess of learning. Or you must be Uma Devi, uh, the wife of Lord Shiva. Uh, And so who is this woman? She is the queen of the city of nine gates. She is... uh, So... When a man come, comes across and gets married to a princess, huh, that is the height of his good fortune. Huh? He gets the kingdom along with his wife. Huh? So, huh? so this woman that Puranjana came across is the queen of the city of Nine Gates. Huh? So, <clears throat> so. Th- the, in the rep- Later on, in the pre- process of representation, the, it has been described, the queen is actually the intelligence. The living entity comes across the material intelligence, uh, who actually dominates over this human form, the body. The city of nine gates, and the city of nine gates is this uh, body, with nine gates, two eyes, two ears, two nostrils, one mouth, an anus and genital. So this is how, through this, uh, nine gates a living entity tries to enjoy in this material nature. Mm-hmm. and. Ultimately, what happens to his enjoyment, his endeavor for enjoyment, uh, he tries to enjoy. Uh, but um, although this form, the human body or the city of nine gates is very well protected by five, by a snake with five heads. Uh, who is that snake with five heads? The five types of airs Prana, Apana, Samana, Vena, and Udana. These five airs are controlling the activities of the body. Ayurveda describes how these five airs are controlling the activities of the body. So that has been represented by the Serpent with five heads. And <clears throat> Puranjana goes out uh, through the gates. Sometimes uh, he tries to enjoy through his eyes, sometimes he tries to enjoy with his ears, and so forth. And no matter how much she tries to enjoy, huh? eventually this city of nine gates is attacked. The city of nine gates is attacked with the Javana king, Javanaraj. And who is Javanaraj? From the name only we can understand who it can be, Jamraj. Huh? And Jamraj has a sister, uh, Kala Kanya, the daughter of time. And who is the daughter of time? Jara, um, old age. Uh, with old age comes uh, the malfunctioning of the body. As the body gets old, the body doesn't function that well jara <clears throat> and what does the jara does uh, when he embraces puranjana puranjana loses all his strength hmm. that is uh, the magic embrace of kala kanya one becomes completely devoid of his energy hmm. and then Javan Raja's soldiers attack the city of Puranjana. The snake tries to protect the city but he can't. So eventually the snake also becomes defeated. With five heirs we are trying to defeat death. Hmm. We try to defeat death by, huh, with the strength of these five airs. But can we do that? No. When we uh, become impressed by time, uh, the daughter of time, Jara, old age, then no matter how much pranayama one does or uh, whatever yoga practices are there, they don't work. Couple. Uh, What's <laughs> Kapalbhati. So, no matter how much one tries to do this, they don't work. And then the attack of the king of death, Javan Raj, along with his soldiers in the form of different types of diseases. They come, and then finally, Puranjana, the living entity, is defeated. His queen can't do anything to him. His intelligence cannot do anything. And then Puranjana, the spirit soul, along with his subtle body, is pulled out of his body, gross body. And then Puranjana is born again. Dhruvam <laughs> Janma those who are born are bound to die and those who are those who die are bound to be born again, so he is born again, but this time he is born as a woman and in this life he achieved his perfection So, uh, the ultimate consideration is uh, a living entity when uh, surrenders to Krishna. Male body is prone to enjoy. Whereas the female body is prone to serve. So, when we assume the female body, that is when we Assume the attitude of serving the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Then only we achieve our perfection. Living entities are trying to enjoy since time immemorial, traveling through different types of bodies in uh, 8,400,000 species. And eventually when he gets a human form of life he gets an opportunity when the human form of life is achieved <clears throat> in the land of Bharatvarsha, it's extremely fortunate because being born in the land of Bharatvarsha, one comes close to Vedic knowledge Bharatvarsha is the land Where the Vedic knowledge is cultivated. When the life is designed according to the Vedic instructions. That's what Bharatvarshi is. But due to the influence of Kali, Bharatvarshi is lost. Vedic wisdom is lost in this land of Bharatvarshi. And Prabhupada pointed out, that first Prabhupada pointed out there was one th- at one time the whole earth planet was bharatvarsha. It was known as Ilabrita then Ajanabha Varsha and then it became after the king Bharat the son of Dev, this land became known as bharatvarsha. So the entire planet was known as bharatvarsha and bharatvarsha is the land, where the spiritual culture is prevalent. The Vedic knowledge is available. So that means at one time throughout the entire planet, Vedic knowledge was prevalent. But then due to the influence of the age of Kali, as the Vedic knowledge started to get lost, the land of Bharatvarsha began to shrink. And in that respect, Prabhupada pointed out uh, that last division took place in between India and Pakistan, Hindustan-Pakistan. Prior to that, we know some time ago the land of Bharatvarsha stretched up to up to Iran. Afghanistan was a part of India. Uh, Gandhar. Afghanistan those days used to be known as the land of Gandhar. Gandhari came from there. Gandhar and in the eastern side we can still now we can see uh, in Indonesia uh, uh, and Burma, we see the tracks or traces of Vedic culture. In Mal in uh, Thailand, there are temples that depicts Ramayana. In Bali, huh, they are still practicing huh, Krishna consciousness. They claim they say that they are Hindus, they are Brahmanas. So in this way, those lands, uh, Malaysia, was. Malay desh Now it has become Malaysia. Uh, Java, Sumatra, Bali. Uh, these are all parts of India at one time, not too long ago. But as they started to give up the Vedic culture, they became separated from India. And the last separation we saw pakistan they didn't want to follow the vedic culture they became separated uh, an interesting thing to know that this land is also not known today's india bharatvarsha is not identified as bharatvarsha this land is uh, at the most hindustan uh, how many people call this land bharatvarsha Mostly it is known as Hindustan or India. So that means Bharadvarsha is lost. Because we can see in India there is no Vedic culture. People are not practicing culture. So that is what is happening in one hand. But on the other hand we can see Prabhupada has taken the Vedic culture outside of India and distributed it all over the world. So Bharatvarsha is not a geographical consideration. The ultimate consideration of Bharatvarsha is that land where people practice Vedic culture. Uh, so Bharadvarsha went out of India now. Uh, only in some small pockets it is being practiced like here. Uh, what goes on in the name of Hinduism is not Vedic culture. Uh, Hinduism is a total hodgepodge in way i very frankly i very openly tell people tell uh, that hindus are those hindus are a group of people those who don't have any religion uh, christians have their religion islamic muslims have their religion uh, and so forth but hindus what does hindu mean Huh? Those who don't have any religion, everything is okay. That is Hinduism. But Prabhupada is establishing the Vedic culture, not Hinduism, uh, Sanatan Dharma. Sanatan Dharma. Sanatan means eternal, the eternal religion, religion of not, the, not of the body. By the religion of the soul. Soul is Sanatan, Nitya. Therefore the dharma of the soul is Sanatan. Nitya. And what is that? Does this dharma end with the body? Like Hinduism, Islamism, Christianity, Judaism? They all are bodies religion. When one is dead, is he a Christian anymore? In his grave, how many Christians are Christians? There is a a famous philosopher, Nietzsche. He actually mentioned uh, that the last Christian died on the cross. (laughs) The last Christian died on the cross. That means Jesus was the only Christian (laughs) who died on the cross. There's no Christians. Anyway, that is of course his statement. He also is a half crazy person. (laughs) But Śrīla Prabhupāda is giving the world the real religion, which has been propounded in the Vedas. And he is distributing, propagating it all over the world. And what is the essence of the Vedic culture? The essence of the Vedic culture is Krishna consciousness, devotion to Krishna. <clears throat> and <clears throat> it's good that people are recognizing it all over the world and they are participating in this process. Krishna is growing. People are accepting Krishna consciousness more and more. So this is the uh, this is the the unique feature of the age of Kali. Uh, Bharatvarsha, the land where Vedic culture was prevalent, in that land Vedic culture is lost. But Vedic culture has spread all over the world. So in a way, Kali tried to destroy the Vedic culture, but Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has different plan. And can Kali defeat Chaitanya Mahaprabhu? No matter how strong he may be, he can't defeat Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Therefore, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's devotee, Jatra Jogeshwara Krishna Jatra Partha Dhanur Dhara ah. Jatra Jogeshwara Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and his devotee Srila Prabhupada Tatra Shri Vijaya Bhuti and Niti is Dhruva is bound to be there ah. so we see in Iskon. Ah, there is real opulence, Shri. Vijay. Iskon is conquering the whole world with Krishna consciousness. And there is niti morality and bibhuti spiritual opulence. So they are all becoming manifest. So now the question is whose whose army you want to join? Do you want to join Kali's army, or do you want to join Prabhupada's army, Mahaprabhu's army? Uh, so, uh, now that you have said it, how are you going to do it? Tell me. How will you show that you are with Prabhupada's army? Uh, Kali's army? Yes. Uh, Jamuna priya I thought you, have to, you wanted to say something. Huh? Okay, okay. So, (coughs) Kali's, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's army means uh, fighting against Kali. Okay, what is Kali? What is Kali's uh, domain? Kali's domain is, Kali's kingdom is manifest, Kali's kingdom is identified in the form of meat eating, intoxication, Illicit sex and gambling. So to defeat Kali means no meat eating, no intoxication, no illicit sex, no ga- no gambling. Hmm. Kali's business is to establish Adharma. Hmm. Adharma means go against the Vedic scriptures. Uh. Are they people, even in India, are they really following the Vedic scriptures? Uh, say for example, the sadhus, uh, so many sadhus, with Bhagavad Gita they give their d- lectures. But do they give the lectures on the basis of Bhagavad Gita that Krishna spoke to Arjuna and the way Arjuna understood? Or they keep they speak on the basis of their own concoction? <coughs> Like people don't actually have any understanding. Uh, They think that, oh, they are speaking on Bhagavad Gita. Uh, But no, they are not speaking Bhagavad Gita. On the basis of Bhagavad Gita, uh, putting holding Bhagavad Gita in the front they are speaking their nonsense. That's what is happening. And Prabhupada has given the real Bhagavad Gita Bhagavad Gita as it is, and the proof is, Bhagavad Gita is Bhagavad Gita as it is is making devotees. Whereas those Bhagavad Gita lectures, Bhagavad Gita translation, Bhagavad Gita commentaries don't make a single devotee of Krishna. They rather become enemies of Krishna or competitors of Krishna. No Krishna. Krishna is the imagination. Krishna is the unknown darkness within our heart, within ourselves. Actually, you are Krishna. Recognize that you are Krishna. That's what, these are the things that they are saying. You are Krishna. Uh, you are God, I am God, everyone is God. Only Krishna is not God. That is their teaching. And what to speak of? Uh, other way that Adharma is spreading. Dharma is go brahmana Hitayacha. And what is going on in the name of dharma is killing the cows. So is that dharma, the, the, the really so-called religion that promotes cow killing, is that dharma? No, that is a dharma. So this is how we have to recognize what is dharma and what is adharma. So, Mahaprabhu's... <clears throat> Uh, siding with Mahaprabhu, lining up with Mahaprabhu means committing yourself to this mission of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Uh, no personal aggrandizement, no personal agenda. I have nothing, nothing, from, uh, no desire for my uh, sense gratification. All I want is to commit myself completely to serve Krishna. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So that is the real religion. Hmm. Consider how to distribute Krishna consciousness. Go out and distribute books. That is how this movement is going to spread. Go out and cultivate people. I'll give a lot of credit to uh, Keshav. When he came here, he is cultivating the Bhakti Vriksha, the con- congregation members very nicely. i hmm. will meet with the congregation devotees tomorrow evening. Did Bhima Krishna tell you? Okay. And that is how one will serve, the serve, spread this movement.
0: Huh?
1: And that's why I was pointing out yesterday, uh, don't waste your time in just eating and sleeping and doing Prajalpa. Uh, don't vitiate the atmosphere of the temple. Create a nice atmosphere in the temple. Go out and distribute books. Uh, those who don't have enough service in the temple, uh, I'll, Yesterday I was speaking to bimal Krishna and Radha Vinod, that those who don't have enough service in the temple, let them go out and distribute books. In this way you, you serve Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's mission. Hmm. And those who are in the temple serve the deities nicely, create a nice atmosphere in the temple and preach locally. Hmm. Uh, Sukudev also is another silent worker. Uh, silently he is preaching. Uh, he is going out on his own, cultivating people. Uh, so this is how uh, Mahaprabhu Sankirtan This is how we should join Mahaprabhu's army. Hmm? Okay, all glories to Srila Prabhupada, Gaur Premanande, Hari, Hari. Uh, yes, Jamuna Priya, you are on the front of the queue. <laughs> you said you would rather wait and comment. I have some questions. Yeah, sure. Maharaj, I was just wondering about these songs that you are talking about. Even worse than those who are ignorant about Krishna, they might have been understanding. Maharaj, what is their destination? What is their destination? Let Krishna decide. Let Jamraj decide. <laughs> Why should we waste our time? Huh? It doesn't interest us. Uh, yeah. while we've been attending the classes for this chapter, um mm. in the
2: part where Prabhupada is saying that Ranjan is representing intelligence, whereas we understood that uh it's
1: actually Well, the living entities also sometimes can be represented as his intelligence, you know, this is how he is looking at the material nature. So from, you see, when we read the purport, then we should try to read it from his perspective. In what context Prabhupada said that? You see, this is another thing, like, Prabhupada is perfect. <laughs> so we have to understand what Prabhupada meant. Right? Any other question?
2: Yeah. As you know that the Bharatosham is an entire half planet. So in modern science, like you know that there are seven continents this can be a survey. But they say that like, like it has been shown in our statistics that like like five thousand years ago all these continents are water, like Europe country know, and other countries. So how do you understand that?
1: That land could have been separated, but uh, they they were under Sashagara. The kings of India used to rule along with the ocean mm. and the seven islands they are different uh, those are uh, seven islands surrounded by seven oceans. What we are seeing uh, is the middle part of the island which is surrounded surrounded by uh, salt water ocean then beyond that hmm, let me see what are the names anyway the names of the oceans are uh, Lavan Ikhu Shura Sharpi Dodhi Ghrito uh, Udak Salt sugar, liquor, uh, uh, ghee, yogurt, milk and water. Mm. That is the uh, Bhū Mandal. the Bhuloka. So this loka has seven islands. And seven oceans. That is not this, the six continents that we we know of, but also like <clears throat> there was a time when this island, Central Island, was surrounded. One island surrounded by ocean, and uh, uh, they also accept modern science also accept that. They were one at one time and they got separated. Uh, Africa, Europe, Asia, America, they all were one island, but they got separated. Hmm. Ha, good. Ye, ye jo hai, this middle island is Ajanabh Varsha. When we say Bharat Varsha, this middle island is the same as the Lavanka Sagar. This is what we have in the Mandal. Our understanding or our perception is only with this middle island. We don't know about sugar, water, ocean. We can't go there. Okay. And there is a liquor ocean. Ah. Madhiraka. Ah. So, ah, yes. Hare Krishna. People who are
2: worshipping Shiva for years, when we approach them for chanting Mahamantra. The uh, they say, why
1: not uh, Om no Shiva? So how to convince them, between, uh, convince them the relation between God and Shiva? Shiva is a very big What I think is not important. What scripture says that's important. Hmm. The scripture gives, an, gives a clear understanding. I just not where it says
2: that I do
1: can you convince a primary school child or one doesn't even go to school about a PhD topic? So don't waste your time. Let them first learn ABCD. Ah. Then comes the question of understanding. And learning ABCD means they have to accept the authority. Ah. And simple consideration, they may not accept it, but you cons- you try to stand who is lord shiva and who is krishna make your devotion hmm, and try to preach to those those who are going to listen those who don't want you had been a teacher did you try to teach the students those who don't want to listen those who don't attend the classes hmm. you could do that with a stick in your hand but with these people you can't do that Right. (laughs) With a child, you can use the stick. I feel unhappy for them. Okay, pray pray for them. (laughs) Pray for them, and in your faith you become fixed. In your understanding, you become fixed. For example, what is Lord Shiva doing? How do you see Lord Shiva? Lord Shiva is a great. uh, No, no. How do you see? What is he doing? When you see Lord Shiva, what is he doing? He is sitting down, meditating. Yeah,
0: yeah. Huh?
1: He has a mala in his hand. Huh? So, o mala? Yes, yeah, when we to so I only So? how
2: to, how to with, achha, I read them and pray for them.
1: No, it's alright. Preach to those who are willing to listen. Right? Who do you say, as a teacher, sit down. As a teacher, who did you take special care among your students? Those who are true learners. Right? Similarly, we... Try to utilize our time preaching to those who are willing to listen, who wants to learn. And it's happening like see, so many of you have come. Ah. Okay.
2: <laughs> uh, like, uh, we have a very crystal clear philosophy, that Srila Prabhupada presented everything very systematically. But very often we see in our moments so many people come, they have the access of that philosophy. <coughs> they read it they understand actually. But Bhagavad Gita says that like, even the person who is in knowledge still acts according to his nature. So my question is that like what to do with those people to whom we are cultivating, to whom we are taking care of, we are trying to best, even the best uh, knowledge but still they act.
1: What is your experience? While you are preaching, do you get some result? Aren't you getting result? Now, is it coming the same way with everyone? Or some are more receptive, some are less? Mm. Different degrees of of individuals. Different degrees of perception, different degrees of submission. Uh, Different degrees of acceptance. and But you continue, carry on. Uh, preaching to tho- mainly preaching should be done to those who are li- willing to listen. One doesn't want to waste his time with those who don't want to listen. Mm.
2: But in the same relation, like when we see in the sixties and seventies, Prabhupada was there actually. So mostly people were coming and they were completely really dedicated actually. And these days, though people are coming, they are sort of you know material,
1: they Not people are coming and dedicated in India. Hardly anybody came. Even when Prabhupada was here. But now things are changing. Now Indians are accepting. Uh, But uh, it has to grow more. Mm. And you know, things are improving. Like there was a time when America was very. America was booming, Krishna consciousness wise. And India was uh, Mm. hopeless. Now, America is going downhill, but India is going up. So, Krishna will do th- the way He wants, and on our part, we simply act as Krishna's instruments. Right? But
2: in the same relation, actually, like, we are just like, there is a Bhagavad there at the same time we also preach Varnasham Dharma. Those they are
1: not come to that understanding. Yeah. You see Varnasham Dharma is the preliminary stage. And Bhagavat is the uh, highest stage. Uh, the preliminary stage is act according to your nature. Act according to the Guna and uh, your tendency, and the influence of the mode. Propensity, Guna-karma. But transcending your Guna-karma, which is pertaining to the body, you come to the stand. Who is Lord Shiva and who is Krishna? Make your devotion. Mm. And try to preach to those, those who are going to listen. Those who don't want, you had been a teacher, did you try to teach the students those who don't want to listen, those who don't attend the classes? Hmm. You could do that with a stick in your hand, but with these people you can't do that, <laughs> right? With a child you can use the stick. I feel unhappy for them. Okay, pray pray for them, <laughs> pray for them, and in your faith you become fixed. In your understanding, you become fixed. For example, what is Lord Shiva doing? How do you see Lord Shiva? Lord Shiva is a great... Uh, no, no. How do you see? What is he doing? When you see Lord Shiva, what is he doing? He is sitting down, meditating. Yeah, huh? yeah. He has a mala in his hand. Huh? तो वो माला में किसका नाम जप रहे हैं? हाँ
0: जब बाल्टी
2: माँ उनसे पूछती हैं तो कहते हैं कि मैं राधा कृष्ण को ही जपता हूँ
1: हमेशा। How do convince it? अच्छा I read them and pray for them. No, it's all right. Preach to those who are willing to listen. Right? Who do you say as a teacher? Sit down. down. As a teacher, who did you take special care among your students? Those who are are true learners. Right? Similarly, uh, we try to utilize our time preaching to those who are willing to listen who wants to learn. And it's happening, like see, so many of you have come. Ah. Okay. Uh, like, uh, we
2: have a very crystal clear philosophy that Śrīla Prabhupāda presented, everything very systematically. But very often we see in our moment, so many people come, they have the access of that philosophy. They read, they understand actually. But Bhagavad Gita says that like, even the person who is in knowledge still acts according to his nature. So, my question is that like what to do with those people to whom we are cultivating, to whom we are taking care of, though we are trying our best, even the best uh, knowledge, but still they act.
1: What is your experience? While you are preaching, do you get some result? Aren't you getting result? Now is it coming the same way with everyone, or some are more receptive, some are less hmm. At different, degrees of different degrees of individuals, different degrees of perception, different degrees of submission uh, different degrees of acceptance and but you continue carry on. Uh, preaching to the mainly preaching should be done to those who are li- willing to listen. One doesn't want to waste his time with those who don't want to listen.
2: But I think the same relation like when we see in the sixties and seventies Prabhupada was there actually. So mostly people were coming and they were fully really dedicated actually. And these days though people are coming with a lot of you know material and Not people
1: are coming and dedicated. In India hardly anybody came even when Prabhupada was here. But now things are changing, now Indians are accepting, Uh, but uh, it has to grow more. Mm. And things are improving, like there was a time when America was very, America was booming, Krishna consciousness-wise, and India was uh, hopeless. Now America is going downhill, but India is going up. So Krishna will do the way he wants, and on our part we simply act as Krishna's instruments, right? But
2: in the same relation, actually, like we also like there is a Bhagavad, right? so there is, at the same time we also preach our Dharma also.
1: <coughs> yeah, you see, Varnashan Dharma is the preliminary stage, and Bhagavat is the uh, highest stage. Uh, the preliminary stage is act according to your nature, act according to the guna and uh, your tendency and the influence of the mode propensity. Bhūna karma. Hmm. But transcending your guna karma, which is pertaining to the body, you come to the soul, and it's the dharma of the soul that one needs to practice.